Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs uh, podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX. And this guy next to me is the returning vice mayor, the one, the only, the irreplaceable Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. I'm not the one who stole your keys, Derek. Wasn't me. I, I, I know it wasn't you because we figured <laughs> out who stole my keys. And we are going to get to the bottom of that mystery before this show is over. But of course... We welcome you guys all in. Thank you so much for joining us. This show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse, where have you been? You know, I've been I've been sort of dying. Uh, I got I got sick, and it's not COVID, but it uh, it really has worn me out the last couple of days. So I really couldn't physically speak at all yesterday, um, or when I did, I really sounded like a dying duck. And today. Granted, might not be that much better. I still am a little stuffy here, but you know, you can actually hear me. Like I can actually speak and say things and communicate. Except, yeah, you sound and, much uh, better than you did yesterday when you called me. That's for sure. Uh, Charles Will Pike in the comments says, "Can't wait for the future PHNX the story episode that Cheerston puts out about this Keys saga." Oh, oh yes, my God, it's going to take multiple parts. I think it's going to be like a three-part. I'm episode. worried about the interviews that people. Um, who were in attendance at the Maya Day Club are going to have about me. My perception of it uh, is much different than I'm sure people perceived me uh, to be. As far as I know, uh, like I told people, I know you weren't here for this, but I did fight several bridal parties for control of the South Bar, which was adjacent to the cabana that I was <laughs> living in. Uh, I was very sunburned. Uh, I was very dehydrated. So I might have... Uh, I might have hallucinated most of this, but uh, regardless, it was a fun day over at my day club or fun three days. I don't even know how long I was there for before someone <laughs> finally came and saved me. But uh, of course, we will get to the bottom of the mystery of who stole my keys at the end of this episode. Uh, before then, we have more mysteries to get to, Jesse. We have the rumors of call-ups uh, just on the horizon, just out of reach right now. But uh, according to a tweet uh, there are rumors of call-ups uh, by Matt Eddy. Uh, rumors of call-ups for elite prospects like Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll are circulating because there are 44 days between today and October 5th, the final day of the MLB season. Calling up players now would preserve their rookie status for 2023 if they stay under 131 at bat. So some caveats there, Jesse, but not nothing that the Diamondbacks can't handle, I think, at this point. If they did call Corbin Carroll up, I don't think he needs to start 
every day. And I don't think he necessarily, you know, they need to worry about him getting over that, you know, 131 at bats. They can manage that pretty easily, but also get him this playing time. So uh, do, do, do you think we'll see Corbin Carroll in the Chicago White Sox series? I don't know about the White Sox series. Um, well, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I don't know if much necessarily changes today, but today is significant in, in some way, just because, um, uh, Matt Eddie, by the way, is the, um, executive editor of baseball America. So the guy, wow. the guy knows what he's, knows what he's talking he's about, right? There, yes. He's got some decent credibility. Uh, <laughs> but basically, basically what he's saying and, and sort of the overarching point here is not that you know, Corbin Carroll is definitely going to be called up today or this weekend or anything. Uh, the main takeaway is that there was really no chance he would be called up prior to today. Um, so today is sort of the first day where it's sort of a viable move for the Diamondbacks. And the reason for that is that, as uh, as Matt Eddy said in his tweet, at this point, uh, Corbin Carroll could no longer reach 45 days on a major league roster, which is part of what would um, what would make it so he no longer had rookie eligibility for next season. If he had played, uh, if he had spent 45 days on the major league roster this season, he would have lost his rookie eligibility for next year, and he would not have been eligible to win rookie of the season next year. Um, but now, now that we've waited up to this point, and he can only get 44 days of time on the major league roster at this point. Uh, it is impossible for Corbin Carroll to lose his rookie status this season. Um, and the real benefit of that, Derek, it sort of seems like, okay, why does this really matter? Like, why are we trying to preserve his rookie eligibility uh, into next season? The reason for that is that if Corbin Carroll were to start the season on opening day with the Diamondbacks and also win the rookie of the year, the Diamondbacks would receive a draft pick after, I want to say it's after the first round. Um, in the draft the year following. So the Diamondbacks sort of have something to gain from allowing Corbin Carroll to be in the rookie of the year conversation next year. And at this point, if they called him up this season, they wouldn't run any risk of of doing that as long as um, as long as he stays under 130 at bats or has 130 at bats or fewer. But obviously, that's something the team has has more control over. What about Stone Garrett? Were they not concerned about preserving his rookie status, considering that's not been that long since they called him up? That's a fair question. Um, I'm guessing that they might. I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean when I say this, but maybe the Diamondbacks weren't quite as. Maybe they weren't quite as concerned about Stone Garrett. You know, winning a Rookie of the Year award sure. next so season and like preserving main, that. Right. So you're saying that's the main. Um, that's the main goal here. That's the main thing that they are trying to get to. Uh, the end game right. is getting him service time this year so he gets his feet wet he can start on the opening day roster next year and then potentially still win the rookie of the year because of yeah honestly how good he's been and, and the hype surrounding him right i i get it i was just wondering if there was any also like service time manipulation or anything going on here because if there is more service time by again not allowing him to be called up until this point it seems like they didn't they it seems like they could have waited for stone garrett as well right but if the only benefit there if the only thing they're trying to do is retain that rookie status next season then that makes sense why it's not that big of a deal uh for yeah. Stone Garrett or some of the other guys they've called up like Tommy Henry right like these guys weren't called up that long ago so it seems like if there was some way to benefit the team by waiting a little bit longer maybe they should have but that thanks for clarifying that um more importantly are we ready for an outfield of Stone Garrett Corbin Carroll Jake McCarthy Alec Thomas and Dalton Varsho 
It's a lot of outfielders. A lot of outfielders, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> uh, and only one of them bats right-handed, right? Oh so it's God, uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a matchups nightmare. But yeah. I was thinking about this, and and it does. I mean, by all indications, we've been saying this for a while. It seems pretty likely that the Diamondbacks will call up Corbin Carroll uh, this season. I think pretty much everyone's in agreement that that is uh, that is likely to happen at the yeah. very least. Um, so, you know, you kind of have to go through and sort and sort out like, OK, how are the Diamondbacks going to get consistent playing time for everyone that they want to? Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's five outfielders. You have the DH spot, right, which Seth Beer is now uh, back in Reno. So I guess he's not going to be taking as many of those DH at bats. Uh, Cattell Marte seems to be getting healthier. Um, so maybe there's an opportunity for him. Uh, you know, not to have to take the DH spot anymore. So I guess, Derek, you've got five guys and you've got three outfield spots plus the DH spot. So maybe you only have to sit one guy every day. And I guess you could play all of them if Dalton Varsho were to catch for a day. Uh, so it's possible. Like you can make it work. It is a little, it is a little oh interesting. Joan Garrett is the DH, those three guys in the outfield, Dalton Varsho behind the plate. I love it. I love it. There you uh, go see it looks like a core to me uh and ben says forget a four-man outfield we need a five-man outfield uh gabriel ferrer says they should put varsho and garrett in the infield since infield ships shifts end up having five outfielders anyway uh brilliantly said uh here's the thing <laughs> is corbin carroll once again we've talked about his numbers in the minor leagues this season he's just been raking uh 313 430 uh 643 in Amarillo with a 1.073 OPS uh, for Reno. He has a 297 average, 406, 523 with a 929 OPS. Um, I mean, he's just killing it. He just continues to be extremely good and uh, just, you know, contributes in a lot of ways to this team. And I think the idea there is, is that maybe he hasn't surpassed what he can learn in the minor leagues, but maybe he's just ready to start getting that, you know, major league coaching, you know, maybe that might be the thing right now, you know, let him, let him make those mistakes. We've seen Alec Thomas now not only come back to earth, but have some struggles at the plate lately. So it happens to every guy. It's nothing new in baseball. It's just something that I, again, that seemed to be the purpose of this season. And that can be the big benefit to Corbin Carroll getting this last month and a week to to get some time in the bigs yeah i mean looking at his numbers like you said uh the 297 batting average the 929 ops i will say that those numbers are not like they're not like outrageously good right just given that given that reno yeah given that reno is reno like you kind of have to adjust your expectations a little bit um so he's playing well like he's played well there i wouldn't say he's you know he's not doing as well there as he was in double a you know when he had an ops of almost 1100 um but he's still i mean he's still playing pretty darn well down there so he's um, moved really fast though considering his injury considering the setback he has moved very fast through the minor league system and it just shows yes that he's a mature player and that he's getting ready you know for for that leap I again I just I'm completely on board with seeing him as soon as possible and letting him get that that time in just to get over all those moments the the first hit the first home run the first game having the family there at the game all of that by the time opening day comes around next season you know he's just a major league ball player at that point you get all of those yeah all of those first out of the way all of the nerves out of the way so I think that's the big benefit and if I could 
I would very much bet on him on the DraftKings Sportsbook app getting called up. <laughs> I wish we had a date. Can you can you bet player. on that? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somewhere you can. We got to get that over on the DraftKings Sportsbook, but there are plenty of options for you to get down on if you're a new customer. Of course, uh, college football is back, which seems unbelievable. Um, it's still very hot here in Phoenix, so uh, it's hard to remember when fall shows up and football returns but we've seen the nfl back college football's back and you can get down on it at the DraftKings sportsbook app download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use our code of phnx bet just five dollars on any college football game and you will get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly go ham on those free bets uh then take those free bets come bet on baseball uh find yourself some some fun live bets some single game parlay same game single game i'm making up new terms jesse uh same game parlays multiple game parlays whatever you want to do uh over at the DraftKings sportsbook tons of options for you uh for you to use those 200 in free bets more importantly use our code again of phmx only at the DraftKings sportsbook uh and i still apologize for my picks of the week last week i uh you know it is what it is uh, we all, we, we, sometimes we fall, uh, I fall more often than not, but I will say this. I still love betting on baseball. It's just baseball with it being the season it is and all of the different variables. It's, it's so tricky to bet on. So if you, if you're, uh, if you're not interested in betting on baseball, football's right around the corner and we can, we can all make some money when it comes to the football season. So make sure to get that DraftKings Sportsbook, just like getting Corbin Carroll up early. Get that DraftKings Sportsbook up on your phone now, right? Get those $200 in free bets. That's why, that way you're ready uh, for the start of football season coming right around the corner. Uh, and also to get ready for the football season, get yourself some merch over at our friends at FOCO.com. They have incredible merch, including our beloved bobbleheads. So if you are still looking to add to your collection before this baseball season ends, go to foco.com. They have all of your officially licensed merch for Jesse's dog specifically. Even when you're not here, we're telling people about how posh your dog is uh, and how you're I did. I did notice that. I did notice that when I was listening the other day. (laughs) We just want to make sure we want to make sure everybody knows that, you know, if you have a dog that's very picky, uh, very choosy, has a bit of a, you know, a bit of a chip on their shoulder uh, about, unlicensed merch from ebay and other things like that you know and i get it i get it they could sniff it out they look for the uh hologram little uh hologram i don't know if you do that dogs love holograms um but yeah <laughs> get the officially licensed merch uh and make sure it has that little nfl hologram on it. all of your stuff over at foco.com of course they are the leader in collectibles and again when i talk about the uh bobbleheads the bobbleheads that they have are crazy uh they're so good uh and of course they have everything for jesse's dog Men, women, children, bobblehead, swimsuits, Crocs, the whole line over at FOCO. Use our code of PHNX and you will get 10% off all non-presale items. Um, but Jesse, we talked about Corbin Carroll. He's not the only name we could be seeing very soon. Uh, maybe he's not in the contention for Rookie of the Year, but Brandon Fott uh, could be on his way to the majors uh, incredibly soon. And this is a guy that has kind of quietly become one of the Diamondbacks' best pitching prospects in their system. You wrote about it recently on gophnx.com, but uh, give us some more reasons why we should be excited about Brandon Fott uh, coming here and being a part of this team. Well, we were just talking about how easy it is to hit in Reno, right? Like how the park True. factors are just insane uh-huh. and and how the uh, the advantage always lies with the hitter in that ballpark. Brandon Fott's putting up some pretty darn good numbers in Reno, Derek, since being promoted there. Um, I believe it is a it is a 1.73 ERA in four starts. He has 26 strikeouts in 26 innings. He only has seven walks. Opposing hitters are batting 136 
off of Brandon Fott since his promotion to Reno. Those are some pretty darn good numbers. Um, and so I think those numbers in themselves, you know, anytime you've got a starting pitcher in Reno putting up those kind of numbers, obviously it's a small sample size. It's uh, it's it's eye-opening, to, to say the very least. The other thing, I'm going to nerd out here for a second, Derek. I know you'll love this. Um, but now that, now that Brandon Fott is in AAA, we have like stat cast metrics on him. Uh, those numbers are not available prior to the AAA level, at least not publicly. But now that he's in AAA, we have StatCast metrics on him. And we can see the spin rates on each of his different pitches. Uh, we've talked about spin rate maybe a couple of different times on the show. Basically, it allows guys to uh, throw more effective pitches with the same velocity. You have a higher spin rate. In general, it's going to be a more effective pitch. It's going to have sharper movement. Um, and it's generally going to induce more swing and miss than if if your spin rate was a little bit lower. Um so anyway, I'm going to nerd out for a second because Brandon Fox. Oh, that was the nerding out. There's, that was it. Oh, that was, oh. I mean, that was, that was the idea, but I'm going to give you okay. the actual, I'm going to give you the actual numbers now. All, all right? right. So, um, so Brandon Fott's spin rates are off the charts. This is the reason I bring this up. Um, his four seam fastball so far in those, uh, four starts in Reno is averaging just under 2,500 RPMs. And if you compare that Derek with, with major league starters, um, this season with every qualified major league starter in baseball, that RPM on a four seam fastball would rank fifth among every qualified major league starter in baseball trailing only wait for it. Trailing only Corbin Burns, Joe Musgrove, Julio Urias and Dylan cease. Yikes. Pretty decent company. Some good company. <laughs> Pretty decent company. And Garrett Cole is just right behind him. Uh, his spin rate is just slightly lower than what Brandon Fott has done in the minors. And then Brandon Fott's slider uh, would rank eighth among all qualified major league starters this season. So I think that's pretty exciting as well. Just seeing those kind of numbers, it shows you that the swing and miss that Brandon Fott is getting in the minor leagues um, has some grounding to it. Like, like should theoretically play pretty well at the major league level. Um, spin rates, like if having a high spin rate is not everything that it means to be an effective starting pitcher, like there's more that goes into pitching than just that. Sure. So I don't want to, I don't want to oversimplify is, things, but it, it, makes it is it a big factor. Hit the ball hard yes. and far when it has a spin rate like that, essentially. Right. So yeah, I, I get where you're coming from as far as the difficulty, um, to actually hit a ball like that, not to mention the fact that he's still a very young player, right? Like, yeah. That's something that as far as we're concerned, he might only improve on. He might find ways to get even more RPMs out of that. And uh, Brent Strom might... is a big spin rate guy. So the moment that Brent Strom gets right. his hands on him, well, you never man. know. You never know where those numbers are do. Saying. Get him up here as soon as possible to start working with Brent Strom. That's what I say. But again, these are just more reasons to be excited about the future of this team. I get it. There's times where it felt a bit hopeless as to what the direction of this team was, where things were going. There was a part of me that felt like things started to solidify once they started extending guys on this team. It's something that we don't see the Diamondbacks do is keep guys that are good. They, they have a hard time convincing guys to stay here. They have a hard time paying guys the same amount of money that they can get elsewhere, right? But that's not always a bad thing because sometimes in baseball, teams do tend to overpay for guys that you could typically get similar production out of someone for way less money than you're paying a superstar in baseball. It sucks for us. It's it's going to be, you know, kind of a part of the Diamondbacks, just like it is for other teams like the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, like there's other teams I think of when I think of teams that get good 
And then when they just when they're about to get good, their guys start to get picked off and vultured by teams with more money. Uh, and then they kind of have to retool and, and rearm themselves with minor league players and young guys in the system. The Diamondbacks are are that. And I it again, it sucks that that's the reality of it. But that's why right now is exciting is because I feel like we got past now the, the bad part. And now we're transitioning into the good part where next season really could be that breakout year for not only lots of these young guys, but for this team as a whole, right? I, I feel like this year has had enough positives for, for people to see it as, as a win when compared to last season, right? But the thing that we are, you know, going to get excited about, the thing that's going to make this team exciting to watch are guys like Brandon Fott that kind of come out of nowhere that, as you put so eloquently in your article on gophnx.com, this is a guy that's been doubted his entire career. And it's somebody yeah. who has faced that adversity of people not thinking he's as good as other players. And like you said, you already see fat, you already see things about his game that put him in a, a very elite category that not a lot of pitchers can do. So his maturation and his progress as far as coming along as a minor leaguer is going to be fun to watch. And that's, pretty much the story with a lot of these guys now we're we're at that point where these young guys that mike hazen drafted and this team put kind of invested in when they were at their low point they're coming back now and they're starting to actually contribute and it's going to be that that's what's going to be so much fun about this team to watch so uh and like yeah. i said jesse has an amazing article on that so to go more in depth on that check that out over at gophnx.com if you don't have a membership already sign up for a membership you can get an annual membership you'll get yourself a free t-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. And if you hurry right now, we're having an incredible sale over at the phnxlocker.com. Some shirts up to 50% off. You can get that amazing Seth Cerveza shirt for 50% off. Uh, not to mention, if you get yourself the annual membership, I believe it's just a $30 uh, gift card, if I'm not mistaken. It's a $30 ah. off your order. So you might get more bang. If you haven't signed up yet, now might be the time, my friend. Strike while the iron is hot and get more bang for your buck. You'll get yourself uh, maybe two shirts, close close to two shirts uh, for your $30, potentially. You know, you can't beat that. So go on to the phnxlocker.com. Grab yourself. Sticker packs are on sale. The scarf for our friends over at the PHNX Rising is on sale. I got myself one of those, and I finally got everyone. Everyone needs a scarf. Everybody needs a scarf, right? Hey, hey, I helped design that scarf. It is a sweat moisture wicking scarf. It is not for the purpose (laughs) of making you warm. It is the purpose of Ah. dabbing your forehead in the hot Arizona sun. So that's what that scarf (laughs) is all about. Especially if you've ever been to a Rising game, uh, it, it it can't start late enough. It's it's just so hot all the time here. So. Uh, you need that if you're going to attend Phoenix Rising games in the future. But uh, thank you guys again that have already signed up for a membership. If you're interested in the month-to-month option, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, regardless of your membership status, you'll get access to our members-only discounts like this 50%. Everybody gets this one off over at the PHNX Locker, uh, as well as members-only access to our Discord. So, uh, And Josh Hunt says, too bad I didn't say that $200 for this fire sale. <laughs> ha! Joke's on you, Josh Hunt. <laughs> we knew we, we waited until you spent your $200 before we put stuff on sale. But anyway, uh, we, we love you, Josh Hunt. We love all of our viewers, all of our members, all of our listeners. Uh, we appreciate you guys for being here. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. Uh, and leave us a little thumbs up. Always helps uh, to spread the good word about us if you like the like the episode. Uh, and also, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, make sure to subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review. We thank you 
uh, as always for doing that. It, only if you feel we deserve a five star review. If you if you if you feel we don't, which is understandable. I mean, Jesse barely shows up around these parts anymore, so <laughs> I get it. Uh, but uh, just again, like let me know. Just DM me. We'll work it out, and then maybe we can work our way back up to that five star review with you. But uh, Jesse, looking at the upcoming calendar again, you weren't here when we did that, but the Diamondbacks have some unfamiliar faces on the schedule coming up with the Kansas City Royals and the Chicago White Sox. Uh, our friends from CHGO will be traveling up to Chicago. Uh, not we, but the Diamondbacks will be traveling up to Chicago for that. Uh, and then they come <laughs> back here for uh, six games at home, three against Philly, three against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers I was just talking about. So I guess my first question is, when do we see Corbin Carroll play, Jesse? In which of these games, in which series, where <laughs> does he fit in at in this philadelphia game on the 29th when we come back home maybe on the first against the brewers when are we gonna see corbin carroll <laughs> that's not the direction i thought you were gonna go with that question um, oh. of course all roads lead back to corbin carroll on our podcast <laughs> makes sense um so i i still am of the belief that you know even you know what we were talking about before about how like today is the first day where it's sort of viable to call him up uh, based on this plan that we're pretty sure the Diamondbacks have of making sure he's rookie eligible next year. I still think they're probably going to wait till September. Uh, so that's September 1st game against Milwaukee. It is a home game. Um, you might want to get some tickets for that one. Uh, for oh, those of you looking oh, to looking to get oh. out to the ballpark in the next couple of weeks, that might be a, might be a good one. That's the day the D-backs get two extra roster spots. So it just sort of naturally fits uh, because you don't have to worry about, you know, trying to send guys down in order to in order to bring them up here. Uh, the Diamondbacks are likely going to call up one position player and one pitcher. Um, so it's just a matter of who those who those guys are. They're going to call up someone on September 1st because that's when they're going to get the two extra roster spots. So um, we have an inkling that Corbin Carroll could be one of them. Um so obviously we don't know for sure, but that would, that would be my guess. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up, oh, sorry, go ahead, Derek. No, I was going to say, we got people in the chat talking about games that we need to circle. Apparently we got ASU night on Monday. Uh, we then go. we got to circle that Mikhail Bridges game where Mikhail Bridges, it's a Mikhail Bridges night uh, where I believe he's going to be brought out to the field by people holding him on a throne. You know, one of those like <laughs> Cleopatra mobile thro throne kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Crown. Right. Uh, he's going to borrow Alec Thomas's, uh, cape and scepter. Uh, he'll be the young King for the night, I'm guessing. So that's something not to be missed because I'm sure that's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, and of course we got some probables for this upcoming series with the Kansas city Royals. Uh, Jesse, what are your thoughts about the diamondbacks starters in this two game set? Well, Zach Gallen is tomorrow, right? So you yeah. always have to circle a Zach Gallen game based on how well he's pitched lately. It's been pretty ridiculous. Um, and then you got Zach Davies in the game tonight, uh, which you always feel like you got a chance to win with Zach Davies on the mound. Um, uh, Royal starter tonight, I don't know a whole lot about Jonathan Heasley, uh, but he has a 5.61 ERA and 13 starts and is one in seven. Uh, the numbers look pretty rough there. So should be should be a chance for the Diamondbacks offense to... Uh, come out with some fire in this one. Uh, but tomorrow should be a pitching matchup all the way around. Gallon for the Diamondbacks and then Brady Singer for the Royals, who's a very good uh, young starting pitcher. Brady Singer this year is a 3.27 ERA, a 1.15 whip. He's been a really good starter uh, for the Royals this year. The Royals are also pretty good at home. They're like a 500 team at home, even though their overall record on the season is not very good. So the Diamondbacks need to make sure that they don't take uh, Kansas City for granted because they actually are a, a pretty decent team when 
uh, when playing uh, there at home. So something to something to keep in mind for them. Think they'll get a have a have a nice reception for Emmanuel Rivera upon his return. Yeah, yeah, Emmanuel Rivera's triumphant return to Kansas City. <laughs> um, his numbers are still good. Emmanuel Rivera still yeah. has like a OPS near a thousand since joining the Diamondbacks. Um, really Luke good. Weaver still not not pitching great for the Royals. Um, so yeah, it will be it will be interesting. I I I sense that some Royals fans might be a little bit bitter. Um, about how good Emmanuel Rivera has been since the trade, because it's been uh, his numbers are completely different. I mean, with the Diamondbacks, he's been basically a completely different player. And that's um, and what I wonder: a, like, do you get mad at a player for being that, or do you just get mad at the organization for trading them away? Like, where, uh, like, is there ever a time where you start to boo the player just for being so good because he left, or do they have to like really do something egregious in order to like start getting <laughs> that level of hate from the fans? I don't think they're going to boo the guy. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> hey, I'm not above booing someone for being good and leaving here. Look, you know, I do it to Jake Lamb traded, every chance though? I can like, get. Like if they get traded, if it if it wasn't yeah, like their own like doing. It. I don't care. I just don't like I don't like when players leave. I'm like everybody else. I don't like when players leave and then are good elsewhere. I'm just it's my it's my natural instinct to boo. It's like a guttural response that I can't even control. I'm like, oh man, oh, man! I remember that. Hey, it's Paul Goldschmidt. I love that guy. Boo! You know, like that. Just, it just comes <laughs> out, you know. Um, but it's because I'm a bitter person. Uh, Jesse, though, speaking of royalty, speaking of the Royals, uh, we have an absolute king to discuss, and I don't mean on the diamond. I mean in the stands, and not just <laughs> any kind of king. He's a glizzy straw king. You know who I'm talking about, Jesse? He's the talk of the baseball world. It's this gentleman this absolute criminal um, who is fashioning a straw out of a hot dog for which, as you can see, he is drinking his beer. It's not okay. First of all, I know what you're thinking. Is that Sean DePaz? From the next Sun Devils podcast, it does sort of look like Sean DePaz. I cannot (laughs) confirm or deny that it is Sean DePaz. All I know is Sean DePaz's history. I know his history, and I know his tweets from the past. Jesse, for instance, here he is. Here we are. The moment of reckoning. First four hot dogs of the night in the quest to nine, one per inning. D-backs in the City Connect jersey. Magic is in the air. I don't know if this... Is that is that the same man that decided to stick one of the hot dogs in his beer and drink it as a straw? I don't know. Who buys four hot dogs at once, knowing he's going to go back and get more? Sean. I, I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Is this man a leader of men? Uh, and an inv- innovator of technology? Or... or or is he an insane person? I think it's the latter. Oh. <laughs> I also, for the record, this video is definitely staged. Like, there is no way that, like, this guy is doing this and someone just happens to be right there, like, videotaping the entire yeah. time. See? This video is absolutely See? staged. Is, There's no question uh, in my mind. TikTok's ruining everybody. Everybody, everything's all staged. Everything's all set up. Nothing's real. Um, and, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it was staged by Sean DePaz and Shane Diefenbach. Would you would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Yes, I would do that. I mean, sometimes when I drink uh, a beer, I feel like I need something else to go with it, even if I'm not actually hungry, right? Like I could have eaten moments ago. And I'm, if I'm drinking a beer and watching the game now and the meal is done and my belly is full and I'm moving on, there will be one part of that beer where I think, I wish I had some like salty snack to go with this, right? Would in you want case. to submerge that snack in said beer, however? See, I'm not so sure is, you are would. You gonna, are you going <laughs> to eat that hot dog? Like my big problem here, once again, Jesse, as you know, as I've complained about on this show so many times, is the idea of sticking a hot hot dog in a cold beer. That's my problem. You're ruining the beer and you're ruining the hot dog. Neither one of those things is going to be very good after a while. You're not going to be able to eat that hot dog. That hot dog is going to be beer logged and cold. And if you eat it, then then I'm going to judge you. I'm not judging you for using it as a straw, but I'm judging you for eating it after it's cold and been soaked in beer. Maybe That's he was fair. done with the hot dog. We don't know what this man... See, Jesse's just assuming that it's staged. Like, Ben said, Jesse, please don't ruin our fun. Okay. <laughs> We're having a good time. Uh, I do want to say that I feel like that was Shonda Paz and that Shane Diefenbach was the one that was recording him because those two together, when you get them together, are trouble. And that brings me to the story of who stole uh -oh. my car keys. Who stole your car keys, Derek? It was Shane. Shane. It was Shane Diefenbach. Of all the people in the office, uh, Jesse, it's always the person you trust most. It's always the person. It's always the person you least suspect would actually do it to you. What did Shane have to gain from this? I don't know. Maybe he wanted me to become mayor of the Maya Day Club. Maybe he knew exactly what stranding me there would do. Maybe it was a joke. Maybe he had a good laugh after he left. Ha ha ha. Derek's stuck there. Um, He's old. He's going to die there. Like maybe that was what it was for. I don't know what it was for, but Jesse, here's the thing. I tweeted it out before the show at that same event. Sean DePaz gave me his loser of the week award, Jesse. Uh, so I'm taking strays left and right from the ASU podcast, the guys over at PHNX Sun Devils. And uh, I never thought I would say this, but Anthony Totri ends up being the hero. Of that trio. It's a rare, rare, rare thing. Nobody, yeah, coming. nobody saw that I mean, coming. That's for sure. No, <laughs> not at all. The betrayal, I feel, Jesse. Ugh. But so, so logistically, how did this happen? Did you, did you give Shane your keys? How no. did, how did Shane get your keys? No. Here's what happened, Jesse, is we came in. I had stuff. I put my stuff where I thought it was going to be safe with the group stuff. Right. Ah. So then shortly before we start now mind you i was wearing a ridiculous outfit and i was trying to Naturally, be responsible yeah. because my ridiculous outfit didn't hold things in the pockets well if i sat down they would easily fall out fall in between cracks of cushions all sorts of things things you don't want happening at a place like the maya day club so i put my keys along with my stuff with our stuff with our stuff as as a group where it should be protected and watched and loved jesse loved not stolen not taken from me, not misplaced, but loved. And then we went to the cabana to go meet with our friends from OGs who so graciously invited us to come out. Uh, actually, the OGs CEO, which I've talked about, uh, Bran, joined us on our OGs variety show. He kicked everyone's ass in trivia. It was fantastic. We had a great time. 
We come back to do the show. And Jesse, I, alarm bells were ringing before I even started. I knew my keys weren't in the spot when I had moved them because now they had cleared off the table that we were going to do the show on and it was ready for us to do the show. Uh, so who did it? That's See, we still have another culprit. Shane alleges that he did not put the keys himself in the bag. Ah. So I'm blaming Leah. Leah, you want to come in here and defend yourself? <laughs> I'm blaming you. I think it's your fault. Here's why. Here's why. Because who else would reach into Shane's bag? Who who else is going to go into there? Shane or you? That's it. That's the two people that's going to go. I'm just no. I'm putting it out there in the universe. What about Emma? She's the one who would need to ask. Uh, Emma, I don't know. Have, have you? Emma's surly, right? Emma's the kind of person who will purposely leave your stuff behind. And you'll say, why didn't you grab it? And she said, she would say, it's not mine. Why the fuck would I touch it? That's an Emma response. Emma's not tucking stuff away for safety or security purposes. So that's why, again, uh, I'm, I still need, there's still another culprit to be had. We're going to review security. I'm, tape. Find out. I'm the mayor of Maya Day Club. I can demand that the security. I'm not tape sent speaking to me any further without a lawyer. Oh, see, there you go. All right. We'll wow. See, does she has to be guilty? That's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think so. But again, big thank you to our friends at OGs for inviting us and for making the best gummies in all of Arizona. So check out their product if you haven't had a chance to do so. Uh, OGs over at OGsBrands.com or on their Instagram at OGsBrands. That's O G E E Z. Uh, They are doing wonderful things. We are going to continue to have good times with them. I don't know if I'm allowed back at the Maya Day Club after uh, my dictatorship. I think some of the people in management weren't very happy with me, but uh, that's what happens when you lock me inside overnight and the security guards make me king. Uh, Jesse, I will say this, though. Uh, there's no better way to spend getting locked inside of a day club like that than doing it with an entire box of OGs like I got had. So uh, go get yourself some OGs gummies. They have a variety of flavors that are all delicious. They're all about flavoring life. Uh, they have a variety of strains and doses for you, depending on what you are looking for. And more importantly, we're giving some OGs away. Go to our website at gophnx.com and entering our flavoring life sweepstakes with our friends from OGs. That's Open Shirt Derek, potential closer for next year. Uh, this is a woman I still don't know. Uh, but Flavoring Life Sweepstakes, you get yourself three bags of the OG's gummies, an OG's hat, a PHNX t-shirt of your choosing, and a PHNX annual membership. And not to be outdone, our friends at Four Peaks are also giving you a way to sweepstakes to enter over at gophnx.com. So jump on there and join right now one of their delicious beers, uh, and you can win yourself the Toast of the Month sweepstakes over at gophnx.com. Win yourself a $50 gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So get down on that, and good luck to all of you. Uh, again, uh, congrats to our past winners. Congrats to our past winners of our sweepstakes and our shirt giveaways and everything like that. But uh, Ben asks the real question. What if Jesse? <laughs> I wasn't even there. I feel like that's were a pretty decent defense in this weren't situation. You? Exactly. That's what I, if I was going to steal someone keys, I wouldn't make it known that I was there. I would hide in the shadows and then I would snatch the keys. So you're going on the list. You're a suspect now. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate you throwing that out there. If, the if I had, if I had stolen your keys, Derek, I 150% would have driven away in your car. 
your car would yeah, not have been there. That's a good if point. That's keys. a good point. Uh, so, whoever whoever did this did leave my car behind, and that was awful. Yeah, good. Shane or whoever's responsible for this really swung and missed because if yeah. you get someone's keys, yeah. you have to like actually use them. <laughs> you don't just like stuff them away somewhere just to like make Derek's life miserable. Uh, so good point. I don't that's know. Point. But Ben still Ben still finds you suspect. So uh, we'll see. But also join us on the last Wednesday of every month. Our last Wednesday of every month, we will be at Four Peaks. Uh, the 8th Street Pub, our favorite place to be, uh, all day, August 31st. Join us. We'll all be live from there. We will be eating chicken tenders and enjoying their wonderful beers. I will be having a beer shake, something you should also try out while you're there, as well as their wonderful wonderful variety of beers. Uh, but make sure you're 21 or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. And that also goes for our friends at OGs. Obviously, must be 21 or older to enjoy. Uh, and what I'm really going to enjoy, Jesse, is our new office space which we are moving into this weekend. Uh, I've been helping out over there. I took out a lot of trash. I did a lot of trips down to the dumpster. And then, Jesse, I found out that the same alleyway that I was throwing stuff away in caught on fire. So I, again, uh, in my defense, I would like to say that I did not throw any combustible (laughs) items away uh, that would cause a fire. And I'm just throwing that out there now. But most importantly, our office is absolutely decked out. And we want to thank our friends at More Furniture uh, for doing that for us it's incredible i am going to live there i have already ter- determined uh this certain area that we can't wait to show you is going to be where i i watch games uh sleep uh play video games eat chips <laughs> and get yelled at by Saul for eating chips in that area it's going to be so good but uh our new studio with our new furniture it's it's awesome and i can't wait to show it to you guys uh, if you're interested in checking out more's labor day sale visit morefurniture.com remember uh, right now is the Labor Day sale, Memorial Day sale. These are the best times to get furniture. So if you need anything, make sure to check out morefurniture.com. And we thank them uh, again for hooking us up. I I, I can't wait, Jesse. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to see your face so much more because we're going to be at the office all the time. Uh, I've already decided I'm going to where I'm going to sleep. There's a little uh, room off to the side. I did not accidentally commit arson, Charles Woodall <laughs> Pike. And I'm going to shut this show down before... Uh, any more uh accusations come up but yes there is a place i was i have to admit i was a little i was a little concerned last night because i did see reports about there being like smoke at the arizona center (laughs) just roughly where our (laughs) office is located i was like hmm that doesn't bode well for us we We haven't even been there for a day yet um but yeah good stuff uh we thank you guys again for joining us of course we appreciate your time you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and friedman leah if you want to accuse her of stealing my keys or being part of that whole thing is at leah merrill m-e-r-r-a-l-l <laughs> but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and phnx underscore dbacks make sure to follow the sports on instagram twitter and facebook um, again, we thank you guys for spending your lunch for us on behalf with us, excuse me, on behalf of Jesse and myself. We always appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you figure out who stole your keys.